0: What's up, everybody? I'm Danielle.
1: And I'm Rob.
0: We were so obsessed with Quibi, the new streaming service that's taking over the zeitgeist, that we went ahead and made a podcast about it. This
1: is Quibiverse. Quibi's going to be a fucking roller coaster. We're riding that thing straight to hell. So slap on those AirPods and get on for the ride.
0: Here's what's going on today in the Quibiverse. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Quibiverse. I'm Danielle.
1: And I'm Rob. And
0: we have a wonderful guest here today. Julia, fill us in a little bit on your
2: your whole life. Tell us, it, it, but keep it short because this is a 10 minute or less the episode. 10 minute episode. Yes. Yeah, so the TLDR in my life is uh, I was born, I have lived, and now I report on streaming, which now includes Quibi. Amazing. Oh my gosh. And prior to Quibi, what has been your favorite streaming service? In the pre-Quibi world, of BC, exactly. uh, BQ. Uh probably i mean netflix is the easy answer just because they have everything but i genuinely enjoy disney plus quite a bit as well we love disney plus mm. we love well
0: we love mando
1: i subscribed only for mandalorian and then i watched it and now i don't use disney plus
0: <laughs> well here's the question do you think disney plus or netflix are worried about quibi no i mean also <laughs> disney's working with quibi on certain things so
2: they're right, kind of they like do have
1: a partnership
0: right because well, Meg and J Cats both have long history with Disney. Love J So they still have their buddies there willing to like stick out on, stick out their necks right. for Quibi.
2: Also Quibi sees Instagram and TikTok and YouTube as competition, not Netflix and Disney. So they're kind of just coming for your scrolling. That's what mm. they keep saying.
0: They're like, "Our enemy is not streaming apps. Our enemy is you being bored," <laughs> <Or> like, <laughs> something like that. It's like, okay. Um, well, tell us. I want to know. Take us back to when you first heard about Quibi. As someone who reports on all these streaming services, on who you're so in the know about entertainment and technology, like when you heard a billion dollars, Jeffrey
2: Katzenberg, Meg Whitman, ten minutes or less, <laughs> turnstile.
0: <laughs> what were your thoughts?
2: Uh, to be honest, I was super into it from. At the beginning, I heard Katzenberg, and I've been a big fan of his since his time at Disney. Like, he did, he helped to basically reinvent Disney animation in the 90s. Uh, I was a big fan of what he did with DreamWorks because I love Shrek, and I was a big fan of what he just him, I like him. Uh, And I was into the idea of, I was like, you know what, 10 minute or less episodes you can scroll through, this sounds great. And then I heard the subscription fee, Mm. and I genuinely thought it was an advertisement uh, supported. Free app And I was like This is a great idea That no one is going to pay Five dollars a month for Eight dollars Five dollars a month With ads Right Eight dollars without Yeah For ten minute episodes For ten minute episodes That's how I
1: felt too I was like Well you told me You were like Oh yeah This is what it's going to be And I was like Oh great and then you were like with ads and I was like Fuck.
2: with ads that <laughs> you have to pay for. It. Like yeah. it's an insane idea. For ten minute episodes.
0: I mean, my initial reaction when I read that was, How dare you? Yeah. Like, how dare you? I pay. I, I'm a payer. Like I share the only one I get for free is um is HBO Now. Yeah. I steal that one. Yeah. But I pay for Netflix. I pay for Hulu. I pay for Prime. Yeah. Like, I'm paying for all these. I and mean, Even me, Quibi's number one, I won't say fan,
2: but, like, Quibi's <laughs> number one follower. <laughs> I was like, how dare they? That's yeah. so expensive. It's a
1: bold move.
2: It is. And the idea is, like, if the content is good enough, people will come. And I truly believe that. If Quibi, de- if Quibi develops the next Game of Thrones, people will gladly spend $8 a month on Quibi. At the same time, the things that they're working with, the companies they're working with, the ideas that they're bringing up, kind of feel like, and I should say, preface, I haven't seen anything yet, but the idea of it sounds like leftovers from the studios that they just don't want to do. The drags. Yeah, that they're like, okay, we can't put this in theaters. We don't want to make this a TV show for our networks and we don't want to put this on our streaming service. But if Quibi's paying us we'll give them something to work with. Here's our our IP. Here's the fugitive IP. Right. Right. The fugitive. Yeah. Who was asking for this?
1: Yeah. And like with 10 minute episodes, I feel like the barrier to entry is like super low. Yeah. Maybe not with their turnstile technology though.
0: Right. Tell us a little bit, like you work with so much in tech as well. Like, what do you think about that being their hero feature, the fact that you can watch horizontal or vertically? Yeah, so
2: the idea is interesting. Uh, this is something we talk about quite a bit. Uh, I work at The Verge, and we talk quite a bit about the turnstile feature because its if it works, it, it's a cool idea. At the same time, we've seen other companies try to do this. Snapchat tried to do it. We've seen other social media sites specifically really latch onto this idea, and each time it just feels gimmicky. And mm. I think of like from a human behavior consumption standpoint, I'm someone who watches a lot of YouTube on my phone, I'm always just watching it in portrait. Same. Right. I'm rarely going landscape, portrait, landscape, portrait. It's either one or the other. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I just watch the video. Yeah. yeah, I don't know who's trying to toggle back and forth. Right. Who?
1: And that's what I was saying the other episode, too, is like they keep talking about like, oh, yeah, you'll watch this on the subway. You'll watch it walking down the sidewalk. But like, am I going to be on the crowded L like trying to like flip my phone around? I can't even take my phone out on the subway most of the time. Exactly. I just don't
0: understand what it could possibly add like other than the fact that they can brag that this is their feature that no
2: one else has what is it actually adding to the viewer experience it kind of just reminds me of there's an episode of modern family where the entire episode takes place on phil's computer and so they kind of bring up like iMessage and they bring up like facetime and it, it's a great 30 minute episode right that they never did again because <laughs> it was like oh that's fun the idea that this is a one-off for maybe one a few other series is interesting. There's a horror show and you can like, you know, be on, I don't know, you can change perspectives. That's not a bad idea. Right. But if this is your selling point for every single show and movie, how do you think people are watching things? That's always been my number one question is just the idea for Quibi is great from a content perspective. The idea of what Quibi wants to do is great. There just seems to be a misunderstanding of how people use their phones to watch things. Yeah. Do you think that's
0: because, and I don't, I've said this before, (laughs) I don't want this to be an ageist podcast, I'm 31, but do you think it's because J. Katz and Meg Whitman are boomers? (laughs)
2: <laughs> so their staff is predominantly pretty young okay their staff is younger they have uh, you know from, from my understanding of people who work there they have a beta that they're kind of testing inside the office and everyone there says it's great but everyone there is employees exactly yeah.
0: so yeah everyone they're all on the payroll it's like when you watch Kevin Hart's documentary on Netflix and all of his friends are getting paid by him so obviously they're all like Kevin Hart's a great man
2: yeah <laughs> like, I'm like I'm rooting for it because I do believe that Katzenberg has great ideas I remember when Katzenberg was like kind of post Dream's DreamWorks. He was kind of not doing as much, and he was working with YouTube stuff. There was a YouTube show called YouTube Nation, um, which which I believe Hassan Minaj was on. Nice, Uh, and and Jeff was involved a little bit. And I just think like he understands where the medium's going. He understands what people want from content to an extent. I just don't think he understands uh, the, or I guess the the way to say it. I don't think there's a need or desire for this right now, and I don't think there will be for another few years. It's just... People don't watch YouTube going like this, mm-hmm. right? And if they had the option to, if creators were like, "Oh, I'm filming it this way and this way," I don't think people would watch it that way, yeah. right? It's one or the other, yeah. Hey, but maybe that, you know, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe
0: it'll break into camps where people will be like, "I'm a Quibi vertical." Well, I'm a Quibi horizontal, <laughs> and like that'll be a whole thing. Who knows? Listen, free marketing idea. The subreddit is just split, yeah, yeah. Exactly. between stands. <laughs> exactly. Have you so like. As more and more information comes out and more and more people are talking about Quibi and like to me, from what I see, it's a lot of and not just because I host this podcast, but like a lot of mockery. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of people being very doubtful. But is
2: there a possibility that this is going to be like the greatest thing ever? So they just had a a couple of events in New York where they brought some analysts and some investors in uh, to look at the shows, and there were a few that came out and said, the shows look great, Uh, I think Quibi's gonna be a big success, and this is the most important part, if they can get a T-Mobile deal that is extremely similar to what Disney did with Verizon, where you get a free year of Disney+, and that's like, I think the eligibility was like 21 million uh, Verizon customers, right? right? That's a huge thing, where they can go, okay, they're gonna get a free year, they're already signed up to T-Mobile, Yeah, maybe that's enough to push the content forward. My concern when I heard about the event uh, from people, you know, publicly on Twitter, is they preloaded the episodes onto a phone, so it wasn't a live app. Mm. No one has any concerns. I truly believe in the industry, people I'm talking to, that the content is going to be terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's like, I think it's like, there's they're great actors that they've got, they've got great directors, great writers, and even if they just feel like YouTube originals, right. it's like, well, that's that's not terrible. It's not the worst thing that's available on your phone. The big issue is like streaming comes so much of streaming comes down to interface Mm -hmm. the user interface especially on your phone it comes down to how well it can handle traffic it comes down to buffering it and the the little things that we don't even think about but like netflix Mm auto-playing your next episode for five seconds right it's a huge advantage uh and the idea that no one has seen this app as far as i know outside of their office and they're launching in a month and a half at the time of recording this is like wild they ain't ready yeah that's the problem that's what
1: i was gonna (laughs) bring up too
0: they ain't ready and i'm so glad you're here to like touch on this because we haven't talked about that sort of thing at all but it's true and i worked at hq trivia so i know what it's (laughs) like to suffer from glitches Mm -hmm. (laughs) and and, you know yeah that was live i mean it was a live show so it was a lot of uh a lot of people on the servers and the servers had their problems whatever but like (laughs) so here's what came to mind though as you were saying that is i'm like that's very optimistic, <laughs> like <laughs> that there are so many
2: people watching Quibi that it can't handle it. Like, yeah. isn't that kind of a happy problem for them? Yeah. I mean, that's great. Yeah. That, I mean, that was Disney really spun that into the, when Disney Plus was down for the first day, they Disney spun that into their huge thing sure. where they were like, look how many people want to watch, uh, I guess, Mandalorian, really. Look right. mm-hmm. how many people want to watch Star Wars. Um, and I, I doubt Quibi is going to ever have that. Although, who knows? Maybe they have the next Game of Thrones and it does. But, but at even this if, point,
0: yeah. Even if they do have the next Game of Thrones, the people who are signing up right now. Okay, we have to stop. (laughs) (laughs) So stop. (laughs) And then we have to start again.
1: Oh, shoot. We ran out of time. That's how long these episodes are. Sorry.
0: Hope you don't find it annoying because it's Quibi's entire business model.
1: To see how this conversation ends, tune in next time on Quibiverse.
0: Thanks for listening and please rate, subscribe, and share with your favorite Quibillionaire wannabes.
1: See you in a Quibi.